My name is Alex and welcome to another episode of Let's Get Inspired. In this episode, I'll be talking about social media and I hope that it inspires you just to do an audit of your social media usage. Um, I'll be talking about my personal social media journey and also giving some of my thoughts about it. And I'm not at all saying that anyone should or shouldn't use social media. I think that it has a lot of benefits, but there's also, um, as we all know, there's some problems with it as well. So. With that being said, before I get started, I do want to acknowledge that I'm recording this podcast on Nugawal Nambri land, and I want to pay my respects to their elders past, present, and emerging, and just recognizing that I am living and studying on land that was stolen and colonized at the expense of the indigenous people who originally inhabited this land. So I do want to start by just starting off with my personal social media journey, and as I've done in the last two episodes now, um, just giving a quick disclaimer that I actually don't use social media actively. Um, I don't have an Instagram account or Twitter. Um, I have LinkedIn, but like strictly just to keep it updated like once a year just in case. I have a Snapchat because the memories um, are just too good for me to let go and I also use it as like a means for communication. I also have a Facebook because I feel like my mom and grandma would be devastated if they couldn't send me stuff on Facebook anymore. And I do appreciate getting like the marriage updates and the pregnancy updates and all that stuff that Facebook has um, every now and then. But outside of that, um, yeah, I don't I don't use social media specifically. Instagram and TikTok are the two that I feel like I'll be referencing the most um, throughout this podcast. I decided to delete the app in January of 2021. Um, it really wasn't a hard decision for me to make because I had been constantly taking breaks from it um, happily. It felt like I needed to um, every year for Lent for as long as I've had Instagram, which is um, a 40-day period. Um, I would always delete the app. Um, anytime I felt like school was picking up, I would delete the app. Anytime <laughs> I was having some kind of drama within my friendships or my relationships, I'd probably delete the app. Um, so I would say it was probably 50-50 throughout the year where I would have it and when I didn't. So I went from having a main account, I had a business account at one point, and then I eventually had a Finsta, which is a fake Instagram, or it's basically where you just post um, more private content and you have a smaller number of followers, usually your closest friends, things like that. So when I deleted it, I was down to just my Finsta account. And it actually happened... Um, in January, about a week after New Year's, I was on the phone with my best friend and we both kind of confessed to each other that we did not really want to go into the new year with Instagram and it was just an easy decision. We both uh, deleted our accounts together, but looking back on that, it's actually wild that <laughs> deleting it felt like such a huge move for us. Like, it was a whole conversation and I remember we were weighing out the pros and cons and we were like, we're gonna do it we're gonna do it like it was it was a thing and <laughs> I just like can't even believe that Instagram had such a huge place in our lives I would say it was so crazy to delete it because I knew how much time when I did have Instagram how much time I spent on it it was like autopilot for me to just go and click on the app if I'm if I have a couple minutes break, if I'm on the toilet, if I'm waking up, like wake up, click on Instagram. Like it was just one of those things that you just did. It was it was like drinking water almost. Um, of course, not when I didn't have the app, but when I did, it was just like sometimes I would click on it and didn't even realize that I was on it. Or sometimes I would quit the app and be like, OK, like I'm done with Instagram for now. And then like 
within five minutes i'd be like how did i get back here like i'm back on it um but while it was a big deal for us to delete it i felt like it was an even bigger deal to other people around us like my friends were like why aren't you on instagram how are we supposed to like keep up with what each other is doing i remember if i would like meet someone out especially if it was a guy and he wanted to connect he would automatically assume that i was lying if i said i didn't have an instagram my other friend told me that she wasn't able to sign up for a specific dating app because i guess you had to have an instagram account to make the app so like I would say the worst part about it is that there have been like inconveniences like there are people that I've met and wished I could connect with through Instagram and maybe they don't have Facebook and <laughs> nine times out of ten they definitely don't have Snapchat so that's been an issue and also I would say like if I go to a new city and like I'm trying to find like let's say I'm in Portland Oregon and I'm like hashtag Portland Chinese food like that was always a pretty good way to find like food nail techs hair salons like Stuff like that was like real time because the actual restaurant or the actual technician would like post their work pretty actively on Instagram. And I will say like, I definitely miss that about it. But I will say for anyone else out there who doesn't have Instagram or TikTok, um, TripAdvisor is the way to go. TripAdvisor is, they do have sponsored content and sponsored listings, but they make it very clear what's sponsored. But people who rate on TripAdvisor are not playing around like every time I picked a restaurant or nail salon based off a TripAdvisor review it has every time been a hit like some of my favorite restaurants ever have been found on TripAdvisor so I highly recommend it or you know even if you do have Instagram go ahead and get it especially when you're traveling abroad or within the states like I gave Yelp a chance, but like, I don't know where those reviews be coming from because they never hit in my opinion, but TripAdvisor is definitely where it's at. Take my word, I promise. Let me know if you download it. Another issue that I've had since I haven't had it anymore was that like, not my very best friends, but like, if we're going off like A-list, B-list friends, like those B and C-list friends or like acquaintances that, you know, you kept up with and they were like noteworthy connections but like you still wouldn't like call them up to say hey like instagram was really great for like maintaining those connections and like maybe that's what it's all about um because yeah like those aren't people that i would just call or but it is good to like keep up with them and i do feel like commenting on each other's stories and pictures and just like sending them a like is definitely a way of like showing love and maintaining some type of connection but um yeah, I, I will say that as a result of not having Instagram and not getting those updates um, has definitely resulted in a lot of connections dwindling or totally falling off. But like, were we supposed to be friends if Instagram was our only connection? I don't know. But I really do think Instagram is a great way to connect with people. Like I just mentioned, a great way to keep up with your friends and show them some love and support in a very public way. I also think it's really effective for mass communication like it's a really great way to update everyone in your life all at once with whether it's you got a new job or you're in Italy or that you got a new puppy like you don't have to individually text everyone that you would want to know that you did this thing or you got this thing like you can let everybody know at once and I do think that in regards to being effective and saving time Instagram actually makes a lot of sense if you're trying to maintain a lot of relationships. I also think it's a really great way to promote yourself or to promote your business because 
if you've got something you want to show off and you know before all we had was like magazines and commercials right like you had to be at a certain level to be able to promote your promote yourself beforehand but now instagram tiktok twitter all these platforms are free and people have really been using them to their advantage as a way to gain exposure and get access to their target customers but of course, with all that being said, I do think there are some cons. Um, I have personal cons and then <laughs> cons with the app generally. So first is when I was a more active social media user, I coined this term called the story mentality that I developed. And it was basically like every moment of the day in the back of my mind, I was constantly curating whether it was a story to post or an actual grid photo to post. like. It was just constantly, I was thinking, how can I enhance my current situation? Or how can I present my current situation in a way to like make a great story? Um, and of course, with the story came color schemes and filters and captions. And it was just like, I was, I found myself always trying to see like, can I post this basically? And it felt pretty toxic. Another thing is that the idea of the mindless scrolling really makes me uncomfortable, especially knowing that these developers are like aiming to spike our dopamine and they're using this curated algorithm to keep us intrigued. And it just really gives me like this lab ratty feeling like not only is the idea of just like swiping, swiping, swiping and all of that just like not natural, but the fact that they're like literally trying to curate content that's going to keep me hooked into the app is just like something I'm not trying to be a part of personally um, and I really wouldn't even dare get a TikTok because I feel like they're not even trying to hide how personalized they're trying to make their algorithm and along with the point about the app developers um, I just feel like we have no control anymore over what we're seeing like you obviously follow accounts for a reason but I remember reading pretty recently that like people were really upset because they realized like Instagram was basically showing them things in their feed that they like accounts that they didn't follow basically and um like the whole Kardashian clan made a post like make Instagram Instagram again and like just the idea of knowing that like they can show us anything um whether we want to see it or not it just makes me feel really vulnerable and again something I just personally don't want to be a part of. The next thing I'll say is that for me personally, this, these are all things that how I felt and why I chose to let go of it, but I felt like the scrolling led to my ideals and my tastes being altered. Like, I felt like I couldn't even trust my fashion sense or my taste in music or any of my general desires. I felt like they were, I mean, of course, like this is exactly what they're trying to do, but they were really being influenced by all of the content that I was seeing and nothing about it felt authentic. Like, I wanted to know what I really wanted to do. Like, I didn't want to go to Bora Bora just because I had been seeing so many photos of the same hotel in Bora Bora that like suddenly I was like, oh, I actually do want to go to Bora Bora. <laughs> um, you know, like, I feel like everybody talks about, um, or at least I say like, sometimes you'll hear a song, right? And you're like, oh, I don't really like that song. But then you hear it a couple more times. And you're like, okay, it's not that bad. And the next thing you know, you're like, oh my God, this song is great. Like, that's how Instagram makes me feel when it comes to like, hairstyles, nail designs, shoes, different pieces of clothing, travel destinations, songs, like I said. Um, yeah, I just couldn't tell if I was familiar with it or if I actually liked it and it was something that I desired or something that I actually wanted to do or if I was just seeing it over and over and over again. Like, I really can't tell. And if you have any thoughts, please let me know.
Now, of course, Instagram isn't all about clothes, shoes, music. Um, I would always try to reason with myself that like I was learning cool new skills like how to cook healthy recipes or discovering new hairstyles or discovering wedding aesthetics that I would definitely be using at my wedding one day. I don't know, just like different stuff that I knew for a fact I wouldn't have been exposed to without Instagram. But at the same time, like a lot of that stuff was triggering a lot of emotions in the moment but nine times out of ten i like forgot about it within an hour or definitely by the next day it was out of my mind and that actually leads me to my next point which is that nothing about social media is sustainable um in my opinion uh first i feel like i see girls getting these like elaborate pr boxes and these brands are packaging them in very elaborate ways because they want not only for their product to be displayed on the influencers page but they also want them to do these cool unboxing videos which obviously leads to layers and layers of waste and because these are um, brand deals like these influencers aren't asking for these products and nine times out of ten like they're probably they probably didn't need it in the first place I've seen so many YouTube videos from these makeup gurus where they have like walls of products and I'm sure they're just throwing this stuff away or they're getting so much clothing and they wear it once and I will say that I do see a lot of them doing um like giveaways now which is a really nice gesture like it helps to get rid of some of that stuff and also shows love to some of your followers but um but yeah there's just a lot of a lot of trash a lot of waste that's happening um and the other thing is that I feel like people in general are just overspending as a result of social media. I saw a statistic that said uh, people wear their outfits only four times right now. And if they're posting it on social media, they're probably only going to wear it once. There just seems to be this unspoken rule that you're not going to wear the same combination of an outfit twice on social media. Like obviously if you have a hat or a purse or a pair of shoes, you'll definitely re-wear those things. But you're not going to wear the same like hat shirt shorts shoes like you're not going to wear the same exact outfit again on social media which of course has led to a lot of people buying way more clothes than they need to buying things just to post the outfit on social media which leads to a lot of shipping and more gases that we don't need being emitted and i'm also noticing that influencers are feeling a lot of pressure to make new content these days so they're doing these shopping hauls where they go to sephora or they order a whole lot of clothes from skims or something and they're basically just ordering the clothes to make content where they can try it on and show people how it fits and whatnot but again that's just leading to more overspending and of course it's no secret that a lot of these fast fashion brands are just creating a surplus of clothes and they're not really made out of good quality so people are wearing them they're throwing them away they don't have a resale value even the thrift shops i've seen don't really want a lot of that stuff because it is just so cheap so and on top of buying more clothes, it leads to overspending as well. Women and men feeling like they need to spend more money to look a certain way, to keep their pages to a certain level. And all of it just feels not sustainable and not healthy. And I just know that there's these elaborate teams working behind the scenes for a lot of these big brands and smaller brands, creating campaigns and shoots and then targeting the perfect influencers to just mind fuck us into wanting things that we probably don't have a desire for in the first place i remember so vividly there was like this trend that came out of nowhere one day where like everybody was carrying like these tiny little like handheld purses by the brand um i don't even want to butcher the pronunciation but it's this one Jacquemus. it's ja i used to call it jacquemus <laughs> 
but anyway that purse literally could not fit a lipstick like it was so tiny but I saw it online and I just bought it and I was like yeah this purse is cool I carried it one time and I was like I don't know I'll, I bring that up to say I fell for the traps too I think we all do it um or maybe I'm saying we all do it to make myself feel better but um I just think when you're seeing something over and over and over again it just feels cool it feels cute and it's actually not it's just something that you're familiar with and of course if you don't really like something you're not going to use it and then you're going to want to buy something else that you actually can wear in your everyday wardrobe and that's where the lack of sustainability is really coming in is that we're buying things that we don't actually want we don't actually they don't really fit within our wardrobe and it's just fueling that overconsumption that's going on right now. And of course, trendsetting is nothing new. This has been happening for years, definitely before social media. But because it's digital, because it's Instagram, so everything's instant, these changes are happening really, really rapidly. And that's another piece that's contributing to that lack of sustainability that I mentioned earlier. Something else I want to bring up regarding TikTok and like reels in general is videos literally go viral based on like a trending sound or song or whatever. And I remember sitting next to my brother one day and he was like scrolling through his TikToks and I would literally hear the same exact sound over and over and it was different creators making different videos but they were doing the same stuff to the same sound and I know that they do that because a trending sound is what gets them discovered but like why is using the same sound as everyone else like what gets you discovered and I know that it's been advantageous for music artists to get their music promoted because they can make a trend because then everybody's going to hear it so rapidly but like artists have literally expressed that they don't want their songs to be discovered in this way because like within a week or two there's a new song that's going viral so the popularity of these songs just has no longevity because we're moving on so quickly. So yeah, I just want to reiterate that I don't see a lot of individuality when we're all going after the same songs and sound bites to create content. And another issue, of course, is that people bully each other behind these screens. Um, this has been happening since MySpace. You've got these courageous fingers, as Tim Ross has said. Um, it's just an easy way for people to hide behind the screen and be trolls. And I've seen it firsthand where people just really do things that they would never, ever, ever do in real life on social media. We see things like misinformation being spread and people making accounts not using their real name so that they can say things that they wouldn't say to someone in real life and just a lot of overall negativity that this has caused. Another more generic issue that I wanted to bring up is that social media has caused a significant spike in mental health issues over the last seven years or so and this has affected both youth and adults. McLean Hospital has done some research on the effects of social media on our mental health and they state that the earlier teens start using social media, the greater the impact the platforms have on their mental health. They bring up the point that social media basically provides a window for young people to see exactly what it is that they're missing. And then with the implementation of filters, in addition to the unrealistic body standards that we have, social media is just putting an overall distorted lens on appearances and reality. And this is a pretty big deal when you're going through a time period where your body is changing and you have a lot of raging hormones and it's just life is already hard enough as a teenager or even a child and then to have this additional pressure and all of the information being so readily accessible with literally just 
one scroll away, um, it really does make an impact on the overall livelihood of young people. I remember Tim Ross said in his the, in his podcast, The Basement, um, he said, a photograph needs to develop in the dark before it can be in the light. And I felt like that was the perfect analogy for social media because I think that that was actually my biggest problem with it was that I was still figuring myself out while trying to show everyone who I was and I didn't really know who I was yet. But then on the other hand, they say it's actually worse and more negatively affecting adults today because the effects hit you harder when you've already built out your life, right? You have your family, you have your husband, you have your career, but then you go on Instagram and you're feeling like this whole life that you've built isn't exactly what you want because you're seeing all these other lives and you're like, oh, that could have been a cool idea. That could have been a cool career. He seems like an even better husband than mine. And it's just like, these are much more permanent decisions. And when you have that awareness and understanding, the effects can actually be really significant. So my point is, is that social media is impacting people of all ages. And I will go ahead and drop those statistics that I was reading in the description if you want to dig into it a little more. But I will wrap all of this up by saying Instagram has that word instant in it. We are consuming information at a mile a minute and it can be really overstimulating on top of all the real life issues that we have. Um, keeping up with current events is definitely important, but I feel like just the speed at which we're taking in so many different topics, it just, again, it all feels unhealthy. Not to mention, we've been burdened with the responsibility of constantly asking ourselves, is this information or is this news that I'm re receiving even real? Because misinformation is very real and Photoshop has gotten so good these days. So all of those reasons coupled together is why I've personally decided to let go of social media for now. I do feel like if I had a brand or something that I was looking to promote, um, like this podcast, <laughs> then I would probably end up making um, an Instagram for it. But for personal use, if, if I don't have a message that I'm here to promote, um, but just for me to be promoting myself and my life, it just doesn't make sense, again, for me personally. Um, people have been also saying that our attention spans are just significantly decreasing because we're seeing stuff so rapidly, again, instantly, which has unfortunately taken a toll on our attention spans as a society. Now I will say that I've heard people have literally found their closest friends and even their significant others through social media and I do feel like there's truly a lot of beauty in these platforms because we're making the world smaller in the way that we're able to connect with each other and I see it as a space where you can really choose to be yourself if that's the way you're using the platform but um that's all I have to say. I don't know what the solution is. I feel like I dropped a lot of issues without any solutions. But again, the purpose of this was to just get you thinking about the way you're using social media because I do think it's worth taking a step back and just realizing how much information you're consuming, what type of information you're consuming, and ensuring that it's the content that you actually signed up for. And if it is the content that you signed up for, is it adding positivity to your life? Do you feel like you're wasting time? Do you ever find yourself feeling anxious or anything like that? Um, and also just reflecting on how much time you are spending in general, because even if it is content that you want to see, it can start to be overstimulating and that can lead you to feel jaded in your everyday life, with the, which again is just very unhealthy. And finally, I'll encourage you to keep in mind that social media has literally become a science. There are courses and teams out there who are working closely with these brands and influencers to figure out 
how to get you to spend your money, how to get you to give them more of your time. And if you take a look at your screen time on your phone, it'll break down exactly how much time you're spending on different apps. And just think about like, you know, if you're spending two hours on TikTok a day, what could you be doing with those two hours um, that could be more beneficial to you? Because you giving these influencers your views is putting money into their pocket when that's money that you could be putting into your own pocket. And maybe it's not necessarily money that you're worried about, but you could be filling your own cup with knowledge or with rest and just giving your mind a break. So with all of that being said, I will go ahead and wrap this up. I want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen in to another episode. Um, if you have any thoughts or want to continue the conversation, please reach out to me. Uh, the information will be in the description. So yeah, I love you so much.